suspect foul, foul play. play. We're here to do Knives Out. Popcorn Junkies. Say Popcorn Junkies. Popcorn Junkies. Say Hi. hello. Hi, hello. Right, what you need to say now is, hey guys, subscribe and follow. So, hey guys, subscribe and follow. The Popcorn Junkies podcast. The Popcorn Junkies podcast. On iTunes. On iTunes. Like it if you like it. Like it if you like it. Lump it if you don't. Subscribe for notifications. Subscribe for notifications. Well done. I did that well, didn't you? You did that very well. Yeah, uh, yeah we're here to review Knives Out. Uh, how would you pronounce it? Is it Rian or Ryan Johnson? Ryan, I think. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson is well known for making a couple of films that uh, I have a very strong opinion about. Uh, his last film was Star Wars The Last Jedi, where he killed Luke Skywalker. And uh, I wasn't happy about that. So for me, his name was a dirty name. And you didn't like Looper either. I did. Well, I really wanted to like Looper. I quite like uh, Bruce Willis, wasn't it? Flying yeah. around in time. Yeah. Um, and there were just parts of it that just felt a bit creaky. And I never saw Brick, which was his first film. I did see Brick. And that, I felt the same as I did about Looper. It was all did you? right. Yeah, but he's, he's, quite, he's quite into sort of trying to subvert genre films, yes. isn't he? I think yes, it was the is. noir thriller type thing that he did with Brick. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Looper was sci-fi, and uh, and Knives Out is a twisting, turning sort of meta, postmodern Agatha, Agatha Christie whodunit yeah. twister. Or what's that game where people Cluedo? Cluedo. Yeah. It's like Cluedo. It's like Cluedo. Uh, it is like Cluedo on screen, and it has an all-star cast. It does. And I have to say, to quote our eldest dear Maddie, when you have quite so many famous names in a film, it usually doesn't all go well. No. Um, no, so I'm not, that's not steering what we think, but it, it is a cause for concern. And I don't know why that is. Why is that? Because they're all vying for screen time and none of them are being given much. Right. Maybe. And I suppose the screenwriter or whoever's written the script is feeling they have to give them all equal kind of dibs on the, on the, on the plot, don't they? So they sort of, yeah. they almost share it too equally, maybe. And the whole thing about a sort of whodunit in that sense, yeah. where, they're, where they're like murder on the Orient. It has to be the detective who's got starring role, you know. Hercule Poiret, or Her whoever. Hercule Poiret. Why do they all have such difficult bloody Belgian names? Belgian names. What's this guy's name? In Hercule is Benoit Blanc. Ben, Benoit Blanc. So Benoit he's, Blanc. he's French as well. He is French, yeah. or Belgian, or Swiss. They're yeah. always kind of from those weird places that aren't quite French, but speak French. Are you an Agatha Christie fan? I would have said no up until yesterday, but I suddenly found that as I get older, I quite... Don't mind her so much. I think it's quite cool to say yes, isn't it, now? There's a sort of thing where you sort of feel... I think the BBC have tried to make Agatha Christie quite cool. I've never been a fan of Murder, She Wrote. I've never been a fan, really, of Agatha Christie's stories. I don't think they're particularly clever. Um, and I, I think I, they're quite clever. Do you find that? Yeah, but they're sort of clever in a strangely unemotional way. I never find myself emotionally engaged in a whodunit. No. So if there is a whodunit to be had, and that's really hard to say, try saying that. If there was a whodunit to be had, it rarely engages me because there's, there's not often an emotional contingent to it. For this film to work for me, it has to be bloody clever, whip-soaring dialogue, crackling plot twists, dovetailing back and forth, contradicting, twisting one way, twisting the other, double bluff, double bluff, double bluff, double bluff, and that's what I want from this film. So what did you think as it started? I saw, which I often don't, the trailer to this film. Yes, I saw so it several we. times, yeah. Mm. I saw it with you guys, but I also saw it at the cinema several times. And I honestly felt at the end of the movie that everything I'd seen in the film went into the trailer. Mm. I've never known a film where so much, mm. the funny lines, the good lines, the, you mm. know, the crisp editing and all that All the stuff. crisp editing and mm. everything, the shots of the house, the shots of this, 
all came in the trailer. And in that respect, I felt cheated completely coming Did out you? of the film. Oh, right. And um, I, I think I expected far more from it. I expected yes. more of that. Well, I'll tell you what I thought. I thought the first 15, 20 minutes of it was very what promising. I, well, it, it was just the sort of setting of the scene. Yeah. And you had the sense of uh, Christopher Plummer's character. Yeah. You know, you, we were being set up. And we were being introduced, that lovely thing of, you know, act one, being introduced to all yeah. of the all yeah. of the cast. I yeah. thought Jamie Lee Curtis was good. I thought she Tony was. Collette was good. I thought they were all actually very good. I did. In that interview scenario, Michael Shannon, they seemed quite rich. Yeah. I thought the script seemed quite crisp. Yeah. Um, and I thought that uh, Daniel Craig um, was a brilliantly brooding presence yeah. that hadn't quite sort of stepped out of the shadows, quite literally just pressing one note on the piano. I love that bit. Yeah, so we were very, I was very excited about seeing this because we're huge fans of Lakeith Stanfield. I, I am, although Daniel Craig really pisses me off with how miserable he is about James Bond, I do feel that there is a com comic actor in there dying to dying. get out. I was just going to say yeah. That, yeah, yeah. There was another film we saw him in, Maddie, Logan Lucky. Did you yeah, see that? I Where he it, played yeah. a sort of camp villain in that as yeah. well. And I, I feel like he's really itching to break away yeah. from the James Bond yeah. mould. Yeah. Tony Collette, I was, you know, has since Hereditary has sort of gone up in my books. And Chris Evans, the girls are enormous Chris Evans fans, obviously known for playing Captain America. Yeah, I didn't even know what his name was. but no. And he does nothing in, in those films as no, far as absolutely. I'm concerned. But I thought he did a lot. I thought he did, well, I thought he was very good in this yeah. I, and and you know the girls always say that on his sort of social media and off camera he's very very sort oh. of light-hearted and fun oh, and self-effacing okay. i tell you one of the things that i did find quite interesting to watch in this is anya de armas who played the uh, christopher Plummer's sort of nurse and she's obviously slated to play marilyn monroe in the biopic of monroe's life really this is a film that i think we can only really talk about what we thought of all of their performances because the, the countless twists and turns what i would say though and i don't know if you agree with this mum for saying it was a twisty turny whodunit guess this guess that mm. i wasn't as confused in a sort of mentally enjoyable way as i was hoping to be no I think it thought it was cleverer than it was. It, it definitely did. And I think what mm. people forget is, or, or what things like that, maybe the uh, Agatha Christie's or whatever, and maybe it comes back to the thing of you saying that, you know, they were pretty simple things in the end. They yes. were just sort of a mathematical puzzle and she solves them. Mm. But we have so many more sophisticated films now yes. in terms of emotional stuff and whatever. Yes. And, um, and it's almost like they, they, you know, they went through each person, uh, took them off the list... We were left with about three, mm. and then... It, but know. even when they took them off the list and put them back on the list, it wasn't done in a particularly sophisticated no. way. You're right, I think you're absolutely right. I think streaming series like Ozark, Breaking Bad is a classic example, yeah. where the twists and turns are so, can be so sort of labyrinthine and complex. Or, to use our biggest favourite at the moment, Succession. Because in a absolutely. way, this was a type of Succession, That's very true, it? that's very true. Yeah, the sort of family, the, the class of the family Ruled was very much the like the, the Roy's. Yeah yeah, 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 with the patriarch at the top. Yeah. Nads is a big fan of the whole who done it concept genre, genre. Um, and uh, her observation which I thought was an interesting one because it's written by Ryan Rian Johnson Ryan Johnson and directed by him is that really what makes a whodunit comedy which this strives to be doesn't yes, it it's supposed it to be sort of gallows humor and all that kind of stuff and it's definitely comedy skew comedically skewed mm -hmm. it's an inherently English genre yeah um yeah. you know right down to the whole agatha christie thing and okay the characters in it might be american or french or whatever in terms of, but the humor didn't feel particularly british and it felt like in american hands it was kind of a little bit straining for comedy oh that's 
that's an interesting observation. And yeah, and I thought it was a really accurate one. In some way. Yeah, oh, Maddie's just going to poke her nose in. I think it's because nobody can do sarcasm and a dry sense of humour mm. like the British can. Yeah. We've all got a really dark sense of humour in a different way to the Americans. No, yeah. I agree. I That's agree. why it should have been a bit more Britishy. A bit yeah. more British. Yeah, yeah I, I think Maddie's right. So I think it's strained a little bit. I think we had a genre that didn't fit necessarily with the cast at hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you had everyone playing, because it's all about archetypes, isn't it? It's all about stereotypes. It's all about, you know, Colonel Mustard in the lounge. Yes, being the da -da 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 -da, yes, And yes. such and such being the something. And I thought it was going to be clever. I thought we were going to get things like, and it did it a little bit, but not enough, of showing us the same event from countless different points yeah, of view. Yeah, I did too. And I thought it was going to be... I just thought it was going to be cleverer. I thought it was going to be cleverer. And there were also some sort of mysterious things, like the old lady. I mean, what did she have she to She was anything? hysterical, she though. She was hysterical. Oh, she was. She it's was, for me, she was the funniest thing in it. Yeah. Oh, no, Her utterly, utterly inexpressive face that kind yeah. of strangely and curiously contained all the clues with all this other... I mean, I, you know, the, so many of the things and the tropes and the, and the gimmicks that they were going for, I could see why on paper it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like even her, the idea that the most inexpressive, silent, inarticulate individual in the entire film holds the keys to revealing what exactly and who exactly has done what. Yeah. Whilst everyone else is headless chickens yeah. running around. I yeah, I also quite liked the fact, and I thought they could have had more fun with how malevolent the family were with wanting to just indulge in the spoils of Christopher Plummer's estate. Do you know what I mean? Because well, they were quite, I mean... Yeah, but I thought, it could again, it could have been cleverer. Yeah. And I thought, you know, even things like, you know, characters like Lakeith Stanfield, I think he was a great addition to the film, but he wasn't given... He wasn't, really. wasn't given, But he wasn't given anything to do. I mean, all, all he... I, I thought he, it was a real sort of... Um, I don't know why they... I don't know why he took it, the part. Yeah. I mean, basically, he has to look up at the ceiling and be pissed off with everybody. Yes. And, um, and playing second fiddle to and Daniel playing Craig. playing second fiddle. I mean, they didn't give him a line. I didn't think that was sort of his own line. No. And that we didn't we didn't establish a character for him. No. I thought it was a real waste of a comic actor. Yeah, and he is a great comic actor. Yeah. Um, I did think. I mean, for me, the one moment where it sputtered into sort of almost surreal silliness, which I think it kind of needed to go towards a yeah, little bit more. It was trying to from the beginning. It was trying to, and I thought Daniel Craig took it there for no, the Daniel moment Craig that the script was, allowed, yeah. allowed it was around the donut and the hole in the donut. Oh, the hole in the donut. You know, yeah. and, but even that became a bit strange. The yeah. second time he kind of rinsed that joke. Yeah. Did you yeah. not feel? That? Yeah, I did, I did. And also, another big problem, <laughs> mine yes. are all big problems that you didn't have at all, right. is that I did not, considering most of the plot hinges round the South, the girl, the maid, yes. and what she knows and what she doesn't know and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I, she really got on my nerves, and it was far too much of her, right. and le and far too little, I felt, of all the people that could have done a comedy turn more. Yeah, I too mean... Too much explica I mean, she was explaining everything, too yes. many, you know, she, Daniel Craig took her on as his partner, blah, 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 blah. All of that went on for far too long. And even the sort of pitch gag, which was supposed to be her vomiting when she tells oh, yes. the truth, I didn't even think that was very... Yeah, but that cool. was a bit strained, too. It was. But now, okay, so how, do you, how would you account for, how would you account for that Rotten Tomatoes, most critics are giving this a 98% Rotten Tomatoes score? 
Mm. Why is that then? But they gave Joker 64. They gave Joker 64. I've no idea. I think it I was... I thought Daniel Craig gave me more than I expected. I mean, his, But do you think that was not lines. more about the fact that we were just desperately pleased to see Daniel Craig playing someone other... I, thought, I have to confess, I thought he looked particularly rough. He was in a big close-up for most of well, it, wasn't I, he? Well, I... I've, do you I mean, think he was I, going for that? Yeah. Ah. And I think, in a way, it was a Haggard. performance with no vanity at all. I hope so. With the cameras in his face, I hope emphasizing so. his nose and his mouth. Ma- well, the whole not, time. not just emphasizing his nose and his mouth, but emphasizing. Well, it was, well, it was it... emphasizing the inordinately odd shape of every part so of his like head. So, like a fish, fish eye almost. Yes. Right up against him. Yeah. No, that was deliberate. Absolutely. Well, I hope so. And if yeah, it was, well, then then more, and, uh, and more, more to credit, credit to him. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. But I did feel at times he was sort of lumbering from shot to shot. But also, what did you feel? about the maid the whole maid scenario well it's interesting you said that i I mean i find her incredibly beautiful to look at yeah she is beautiful um i thought she was great in blade runner um she played obviously uh ryan gosling's um love interest didn't didn't she um i think you're right i think she was playing second fiddle in many ways to everyone she was in a scene with so when she was, you know, she was in a lot of scenes with Chris Evans, and I thought Chris Evans was very strong in those scenes, especially yeah, that scene in the, in the sort of dino where they're hooking up and they're kind of getting to know, and he's trying to get some sort of leverage on her. I yeah. thought he was very good there. Yeah. Um, and I thought she was good around Daniel Craig, but yeah, it was a bit of a strange role in a sense, wasn't it? It was slightly empty. It was slightly didn't really go anywhere, no. and her character arc didn't really go anywhere. And you're right. I mean, I thought what we were going to be, what was going to be revealed to us was this dark, malevolent double twist yeah. where her and Chris Evans had been working together yeah, yeah. to flip everything yeah. against them. But yeah. that wasn't the case. No, it wasn't the case. And I that thought that her most successful finish. scenes for me were with Chris Evans, yeah, where yeah. they were sort of toing and froing, and I thought mm. that worked, actually. I could have done with more of that and less of her being sort of... Less yeah. of showing her being sick when anything... I thought that was a real weird... Yeah, the idea that whenever she lied, she was sick. I mean... I mean, I was expecting them even to get cleverer with that, so that she was going to double bluff being sick. Yeah. There were many moments where I thought, oh, I like what they're setting up here. Yeah. And then they didn't set it up. And then they didn't set it up, yeah. You know, and in the setting up, they kind of let it go. And Don Johnson, I thought, was kind of good. I was going to say, I haven't mentioned Don Johnson. I thought he was good. I thought he was great. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have that much to do. I wonder if he was playing it very straight to his own character. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I also thought nice they could... Nice to see him in a film. It was nice to see him in a film. I thought they could have had more fun with all the letters and the, the people having an, having a fair... I mean, strangely, it was very complicated in all the wrong ways. Yes. And could have been a lot more complicated in all the right, the right ways. ways. It didn't, you know, it, it just didn't feel complicated or clever enough. No, it didn't. I agree with that entirely. So I was coming to it with every scene. In every scene, I was almost superimposing over the top of it a far more complicated yeah. set of events coming out yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean. Which never then materialised. And the reason the trailer empty. was so addictive, because I kept saying... These guys all saw it at a premiere and I yeah, saw yeah. it afterwards when it came out last week. And I kept saying to them, well, you haven't said much about no. Knives Out. It looks fantastic from yeah. the trailer and I kept seeing the trailer. Yeah. But they see, it seemed to be jam-packed full of stuff. Yeah. What did you think of the, um, the house thing and the way everything looked? Well, again, I was kind of hoping for it to be more artfully shot. I thought we were yeah. going to have something no, that was... No, that's true. Because often whodunits are in film 
staged quite theatrically because, of course, mm. you get quite a few of them at the, at the theatre, don't mm. you? So I was expecting him to pl- make a formal play of the theatricality of the set, yeah. the theatricality of where they position people. That's often a sort of motif of the whodunit, isn't it? Sort of sitting in a circle or sitting in a semicircle, yeah. Yeah. you know, the sort of uh, Poirot character, you know, marching up and down. I was expecting that but subverted, and I didn't really get that at all. What I'm left with as a kind of visual memory of the whole thing is less the house and more just extremely fat close-ups of everyone's faces. I mean, of everyone's faces. We were in big, fat close-up an awful lot. My favourite montage scene was the cross-cutting between all the family members giving their sort of version of events in front of the knife structure. Yeah. I thought that was the most fun bit. Okay, well, summing up, I'm going to go first. Okay. I have a strange and rather strained relationship with Ryan Rian Johnson. He's a very sweet man. Uh, Well, he was at the premiere. He's in an interview. He's an incredibly amenable chap. I wanted to like Looper. I really remember going to see that. But I haven't been actually engaged, surprised, or stimulated by any of his films. I didn't feel any emotion in this film. Well, I didn't it, feel any emotion. It wasn't that sort of film. Then. No, no, it wasn't that sort of film. But even when I talk about emotion, I'm even talking about humour or laughter or mm. or not wanting to be courtness or yeah. being courtness. I just, I wasn't engaged. I didn't well, care. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't following any one individual. I didn't mind if she got caught. I didn't mind no, if it was No, and maybe her. that was the problem for her, with, yeah. for me, with her character because they gave her a lot of screen time. Yes. And if you weren't, if you didn't care less whether no. she was caught or not... Or... Well, I didn't care less about no, her. I and didn't. as I began to... Re- and what happened with this film for me was it gradually was running out of steam and, yeah. and, and it was almost exponentially running out of more steam as yeah, it went along. Because true. I started to realise by about an hour in, oh, this isn't following through it's on half gonna, the cleverness. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to get any no, cleverer. No, and as it didn't get cleverer, I got more and more bored. Yeah, I did And too. I really, really didn't care by the end. And then all that was keeping me hanging in there was willing Daniel Craig to up the comic ante. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah, thinking, oh, well, maybe that and the donut moment happened. Oh, that was kind of funny. Yeah. But I was, it was like taking a half of orange and straining it against an orange yeah. thingy and getting virtually no juice out. Yeah. I was getting not a lot. So I'm afraid this, for me, Rotten Tomatoes, critics out there giving it everything, this was an absolutely massive disappointment because I thought the first trailer was really, really brilliant and I was excited yeah. about it. Yeah. I'd give this a three out of ten. Oh. Oh. I thought it was very weak, except for Daniel Craig, who I thought was great. Mm. I could have done with more of him and less of everybody else. Uh. But, no, but less of the girl, but more of the scenes where they're all sitting there and he's mm. going, I suspect foul play. Yeah, um, we needed him to be even more pantomime, even. We did, yeah. we did. Yeah. And, um, uh, and a few of the reviews I've read have sort of paid homage to, Ke- what's his name, we did the Murder in the Orient Express just now. Kenneth, uh, Branagh. Kenneth Branagh saying, "Oh, you know, uh, he's much better. He's uh, Daniel Craig is much better, much subtler, and whatever." And I suspect that's not true, you know, right, because I yeah. think it's like you you said it earlier on in this review. I think the Brits do. Yes, arched. Yeah, better. I think whodunits are all about... The the phrase we're looking for isn't necessarily that they can't do sarcasm Mm. or irony, but there is a British archedness to this genre. Yeah, yeah. However however much this film tried to get, Mm. it never got. No, it didn't. And I thought some of the jokes were very, very weak. But I mean, like, say, for example, the thing you keep referring to her 
in all her different South American countries. I mean, I, I knew, you knew from the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. that they said the first, first one, one that that was what they were going to do. And I felt there was quite a lot of that in the script that you very knew creaky. what was coming. Very, yeah, very creaky. creaky yeah. yeah, you could hear the gag coming three scenes before yeah. it landed. Yeah, 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 I agree. So uh, for all of that and all of the, the reasons that we've already said, Dan McRae was definitely the star of the show to me. Mm. But I would also go back to the thing that I said originally, if it didn't really give me much more than the trailer, no. I would go down as far as 2.5. Oh, 2.5. I suspect, found I've become Sean Connery. I suspect, <laughs> I suspect foul play, oh. Miss Money Penny. It just finished. What was I there? I suspect. It's Sean Connery. I suspect foul, foul play, play. Miss Money Penny. I hope I'm not missing Strictly. <laughs> 